The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, I'm super excited uh, to welcome back on the program Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you once again. How are you doing these days? Oh, well, you know, relieved that we can now <laughs> open our doors. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a really big day uh, for, for you uh, and, and for the, everybody in the fitness industry. It's the first day where gyms can reopen again. By the way, we are streaming this interview on the Facebook uh, page, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3, so you'll be able to see and hear Nathan there as well. So uh, once again, um, congratulations uh, to, to you and, and to everybody in the fitness industry that you're able to open doors once again. Oh, absolutely, and I, and I just want to give a shout out to all those all those uh, people in the industry that have kept strong over the last six weeks and the six weeks before that um, to to not being able to generate the same sort of um, interest in business that we used to do because what's been happening right now, and to still be open and and staying strong, I commend you all. Um, but the, the industry right now, as you know, is, is that now that we're open, there is some restrictions on us at the moment. And, and we have to wear masks when we train clients and when the client is training as well, which, you know, in the instance of... Um, come a bit closer, uh, Nathan, so that the audio is a bit better. Yeah, come, come a bit closer. Yeah, very good. How's that? Yeah, yeah better. So, um, so right now we've got... Um, We've, we've got restrictions on we have to wear masks when we're training and, and the client also has to wear masks. And, you know, and even though, uh, you know, even though, um, you know, the, the government has been very conservative and, and, and it, you know, it is difficult to train in a mask. As the industry, we have to stay strong and we have to make sure that we follow the rules because um, it only takes, it only takes, you know, some people to, to not wear a mask while they're training while we've been told to wear masks and then all of our industry goes into disrepute. So for all of you out there that, that, are, that are clients and, and also those trainers as well, um, I urge you to make sure that, you know, you keep your vigilance around keeping the masks on when we train. And, you know, I know that it won't be long that they'll be able to take masks off and we can train indoors once we've eradicated the, 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 the virus. So really relieved to be open. And, um, and, you know, I look forward to, you know, keeping, um, you know, Hong Kong healthy and fit. And, and that's the whole purpose. I'm so glad that we get to open up because that's what's been going on in the community at the moment is, is that all we want to do is, is be able to support people's immune system, not to hurt them. And, um, and now that people are back in the gyms, now people are exercising, we'll be able to work on that. Yeah. I mean, is it really that tricky to be training with a mask on or is it actually bearable? Well, it just depends on what you're doing. If you're doing, um, if you're doing Pilates or weightlifting, it's not that bad. And, you know, there's actually these, um, plastic, um, uh, plastic covers that you can put inside the mask. I don't have one in my mask right now, but it pulls the mask far enough that you can breathe a lot easier. So I've been finding that's not only great for my clients, but also for me as well, because, um, you know, I, being in a mask all day, uh, you know, there's quite a lot of perspiration and, and you know, people have been known to, to break out in rashes and so forth. But the, you know, the, the, the purpose of us being open is we, you know, we agreed that we would wear masks indoors as well as the clients. And I know that as the government gets more confident uh, with containing the virus, 
then they'll ease the restrictions in that area so that way we can really go hard out because um, you know it, it does restrict it a little bit uh, and, and especially with those high intensity workouts right I mean you know those the ones where you're the, breathing really yeah heavily. really breathing yeah. hard yeah exactly so you know we have we have to make sure that we um, we keep vigilant through this time yeah, well, congratulations once again. So let's turn to today's topic. Uh, we're, we're talking uh, about weight gain today, um, which a lot of the times we talk about weight loss and fat loss. But this time I thought we'd talk a little bit more about uh, how to gain weight in a healthy manner and to put on muscles. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that it's something on people's minds. Yeah. Because there's, you know, when, when you're overweight, people will tell you to lose weight. But sometimes when you're really skinny, people will say, oh, put on some weight. So how do you do so in a, yeah. in a sort of healthier manner? Yeah, and that's a great question because I was just presented at that this morning. You know, I have this uh, one person who's trouble putting on weight. She calls, you know, she calls herself skinny fat. And what have you heard of that that um, uh, that, that, phrase. That, that phrase before? Yeah, I have. But explain it uh, again to some of our listeners. Yeah. So, so skinny fat. So I apologize. Um, there's still a little bit of work still being done on my studio. So if it's getting any feedback, I apologize. It's okay. If you come um, closer, skinny- it's good. Yes. Good. Okay, so skinny fat is someone that is who looks skinny, yet they don't have a lot of muscle mass. And when they don't have much muscle mass on them, they also have a disproportionate amount of body fat. So you can see these people and you'll notice these people is, is that, you know, they have very little control over their bodies. Um, you know, they, they, um, they, you know, when they, when they walk, their knees may knock together, their head might bob forward. They may experience, you know, chronic pain because their muscles are not strong enough to be able to hold up the bones in their body. And they tend to be really lacking in energy level because our metabolism is our muscle. Our muscle is, is the fire. If we are not keeping a good quality of muscle or a good quantity of muscle, then it also depletes our body because our muscles are trying to hold up these bones and every other part of the body, yet it's just not strong enough to do it. So what you want to make sure that you do to to build good quality weight or good quality muscle is making sure that you're eating good quality food and when it comes to exercise, weight training. And weight training in a way that you are lifting things really, really heavy. Now, obviously, you're not going to go out there, and I don't, I don't, um, you know, uh, urge you to just go out there and go, great, I'll just do, you know, 100 kilo deadlifts. Start really lightly because all you need to do is overload your body one to three percent more than what it is right now, and you will get start to get gains. And if you do this over a long period of time, and to build muscle, it's a lot harder than you think mm. because you first of all have to fuel your muscles with the right food and at the right time. You also have to make sure that you're getting good quality sleep. That's, that's not even including your training. So making sure that you are um, getting good quality food, and I always say is if you want to get good quality protein, is, is getting yeah good, good, good quality protein, you know, like uh, beef, chicken, fish, um, uh, pork, uh, eggs. Um, you, you can even go, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you can go making sure that you're combining nuts, seeds, and legumes, uh, sorry, nuts, seeds, and um, uh, did I say that? Yeah, nuts, seeds, and legumes, and grains. 
and making sure there's at least two of them in there because that will give you a lot more boost to the to, to your protein or your muscle mass. So it's a real combination other- of all those things. If you are eating the right thing and exercising right, but just not sleeping enough, chances are you're actually not going to put on muscle in the way that you really want to. Correct, because your body actually starts to recover in that first four hours of sleep. And because we're dictated by the sun and the moon, which is called the circadian rhythm, what happens is is, is at 11 p.m. at night, we release a big dose of HGH. Now, HGH is human growth hormone. Now, we we get naturally. You can get it injected into you. You can do it a number of different ways. But to do it naturally is if you are in bed by 10.30 every night, you, when you go to sleep, you will get a massive injection of HGH at 11 p.m. and at 4 a.m. So if you're not getting to bed before 11 o'clock, then you're halving your recovery. You're halving your, your ability to get gains because you're going to bed too late. Wow, I didn't know that. So if, if you actually, that's why teenagers sleep so much, because they're probably getting a lot of HGH throughout their, throughout their, 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 their body, uh, throughout the day. So they're having to sleep more because they feel tired because they're growing more. They're growing more. Yep. I find, I find teenagers need more sleep. But the problem is, is a lot of teenagers are staying up way too late. Yeah. They're still going to bed at 11 or 12. I still have kids, you know, I'm, I'm preaching them to tell them to go by bed 10, 10, 30. They're going, but, you know, there's all stuff going on. Or worse is that they've still got homework to do. do. So, you know, this is really important for, um, for, for growth is to actually make sure that you're getting a, a, not only a good quality sleep as in seven and a half to eight hours each night or, or whatever that may be for you, but making sure that you're going to bed at the time that you're supposed to. Because like I said, as soon as the sun comes up, as soon as the sun starts hitting our, our skin, we start to awaken. And if you're going to bed too late, not only are you missing the, the, that first injection of HGH, but because the, the sun starts coming in your room at, a, what, 6, 6.30 right now, roundabout, if you're getting up at 8 or 9 o'clock, that three hours of sleep that you thought that you should be getting because you went to bed at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock at night is substandard. Yeah. I, okay, I know this may sound like a silly question, but when it comes to uh, gaining weight, is it sort of like losing weight? You need to sort of do it gradually. I mean, I'm thinking stretch marks. If you put on weight too quickly, will your will your skin stretch fast enough? And what's the what's the appropriate amount of weight you should be aiming for each week um, to to make sure it's you know to make sure it's it's a healthy way of weight gain and that you are actually putting yeah. on muscle and not fat, for example. Yes, it's it's a little harder to sort of um, uh, uh, measure sure, yeah. how much yeah how much muscle you're you're, you're supposed to make you know you're supposed to to grow and and everyone will be different because first of all you got women and men men have a lot more testosterone than women do so to grow muscle for women it's much harder and i also find with women as well is is they they don't tend to eat enough protein in their day so that's one thing that i would definitely recommend women to do is making sure they have more protein how do you actually measure um you know whether you're gaining more muscle than fat a really good way of doing it is just pinching. You're pinching your tricep and just feel 
how much, you know, how much skin that you've got there or how much body fat that you've got there. And if you're pinching the same amount every week, then you're probably not gaining much more body fat. And if the scale oh, is I going can't up... I pinch anything, so that must be good. You must be solid. It's all those push-ups, that program that I gave you <laughs> months ago. Still doing it. Okay, so that's a really good measure, just to pinch your triceps, just to see how much uh, you can pinch. If you pinch an inch, yeah. then it's yeah. probably too much fat. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can even pinch You can even pinch your waist. But the problem with the waist is, especially when you're trying to gain weight, it's usually the first place it starts to go on. And what, what many tend to do is, is, like, if they feel like, and they wanted to gain weight, if they feel like their waist is getting thicker, then they get scared and go, oh no, you know, I'm, I, you know, maybe I'm putting on too much body fat. But the tricep is always a good one because generally, especially on women, it's it's another place that that we that they they accumulate fat. It's, the it's bingo wings. Yes. Yeah, and here is also a good indication of how much sugar that you're having too. If you have a lot of fat here, I would I would assert that you do have a high sugar or high carb diet. If you don't have a lot of fat there, then you know you're you're probably eating the right foods. So you mentioned food is really important. In in terms of the the percentage, in terms of the pie, um, how much is how much does it come down to food for weight gain uh, properly, and how much does it come to working out and and doing sort of uh, weight training exercises? Is it fifty fifty? Yeah, that's a great. That's a because great when it comes to weight loss, we often think about um, what you eat is sort of more important than what you do. But what about in terms of weight gain? Weight gain. Well, the the the. The, the thing with about weight gain is, is like, you know what, if you're eating more food, then you're going to gain more weight. But if you're eating good quality food, and what I say is real, organic, whole, and making sure that those are the three things you look at and, and eliminate the three white devils, white sugar, white flour, and milk by homogenization and pasteurization and anything that's made with those three things. So if you eat the real food, organic food, you're not getting the pesticides, you're not getting the preservatives, you're, you're, you're not getting any hormones into your, into, your, uh, into your body. If you're avoiding those three things, white flour, white sugar, milk by homogenization and pasteurization, then you are guaranteed to actually start to gain muscle as long as you are doing some exercise with it because that's also a big caveat because if you're not doing exercise you you're not what what's the food going to be used for you need to be able to fuel the muscle and if your muscle's not getting any bigger because you're not tearing it when you exercise then how is it going to feed your muscles to be able to grow yeah okay um so in terms of but sometimes people uh, you know, you cook for dinner, but sometimes at lunchtime, people are still going out to eat. If so, should they be having a salad, having a rice lunchbox? I mean, what is it? Uh, because you, people want to put on weight. So the, the first thing that comes to mind is really put on the, you know, eat the carbs, you know, eat rice or, or yeah. to put on <laughs> yeah. weight or pasta or well, something like that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like it, the, gaining weight is a lot. It, it, it can be when it comes with food. It's not really. Uh, it's not really about how much protein you're having or how much carb. In fact, if I was to give you a formula for protein to actually gain muscle, it's 0.7 of a gram per 
kilo of weight. So if you are 100 kilos, you should be looking to have 70 grams of protein every day. That's just to maintain the muscle mass you have. Now, if you boost that to one gram of um, one gram of protein for every uh, for every uh, kilo of weight, then you're actually increasing the amount of protein, which will allow you to be able to build more muscle. Now, I know bodybuilders; they even have some things up to two grams per kilo. Now, I wouldn't recommend that, especially if you don't, you know, if you don't have a fully functioning liver and kidneys, because trying to break down that amount of protein, it's it's difficult to do, and you can get into health issues. But something like if you can work on 0.7 of a gram to one gram per kilo of weight, then that's when you're going to get your muscle. The size of your plate, if you wanted to gain weight, let's just start eating a little bit more. What you could even do is even add another meal to your day. So if you're having if you're having three meals right now, why don't you have another meal, a fourth meal? I used to have a great friend who put on 25 kilos, a bodybuilder, put on 25 kilos of muscle in a year. And what he did is he went to eight meals a day. Now, I'm not saying that that's what you need to do, but it, my example really points to that if you eat more and unfrequently, then your body can actually process it better and build more muscle and build effective muscle. Right. Well, this is definitely a very interesting topic to, to gain weight, and, and I'm sure it's a topic we'll revisit another time. Meanwhile, Nathan, thank you so much uh, for your time today, and I look forward to chatting with you again next time, and congratulations once again uh, to the reopening of uh, all the gyms uh, across in Hong Kong. But remember to wear a mask when uh, people are training uh, in these uh, uh, vicinities. Thank you very much indeed for your time today. And I look forward to chatting with you next week.